Hello, everybody. Once again, I'm Gabe Myers, the sports editor of the Las Vegas Optic. And we've got a special treat for you this week. Two episodes in a week. We had uh, Robertson head football coach Leroy Gonzalez on the show earlier this week. So if you haven't gotten a chance to listen to that one, go ahead and listen to that interview. It'll be in the feed there as well. Um, great interview with Coach Gonzalez. But now we have a we have a special treat here. The New Mexico Highlands head football coach, Josh Kirkland, comes on the show ahead of his team's first game on Saturday against Fort Lewis. It will be the first game on the record books for uh, for Coach Kirkland and the Cowboys. They did play a spring game against Fort Lewis back in April, but this is a conference game. This one matters. This one counts. Um, this one is one people will be watching. Kirkland is very bullish on the Cowboys this season, and to be frank, so am I. I think they're I think they're very talented. Having been having watched their game against Fort Lewis in the spring, having seen a few of their practices, having seen their scrimmage, this is a very talented team. Um, now, talent doesn't always win games, but this is a talented team. Kirkland, in his last stop at University of Incarnate Word, helped facilitate a real turnaround with that program, and he will be trying to do the same with Highlands here. Um, and I, I have to admit, I'm a bit of a believer. Uh, I'm buying what Kirkland is selling. Um, I'm very excited to watch this team play. It's going to be a little bit different than what the Cowboys have looked like in the past. It's going to be a lot of, lot of pace, a lot of up tempo offense. There, and you know, very fast on the outside. We talk about the receivers quite a bit in the podcast. They got some real talent at the wide receiver position, and a real ta- just real talent all across the field: offensive line, defensive line, linebacker in the secondary, running back. Um, just talent all over the field. So I'm very excited to watch the Cowboys. I'm very excited for the, you know, for the community in Las Vegas and in northern New Mexico who have been used to the Cowboys being one thing over the last few years to get a chance to see these new look Cowboys in action. But I won't bore you any longer with my comments. Let's get straight into the interview with New Mexico Highlands head football coach Josh Kirkland. All right, so coach, obviously a lot, uh, a lot's been going on this week. But the gist of it is, you guys are playing on Saturday. I know you are really excited. Talk about this Fort Lewis the team. What you're, uh, what you're looking for this Saturday? Yeah, we're fired up. Just uh, you know, we we said it last year, uh, last spring, and and last fall, and and going into camp and everything else. Um, you know, we're so, so sick and tired of hitting each other. Um, we're, we're just excited to get out there and play any, anybody really. And, uh, you know, with everything that's gone on the last few days and the, the fear of not playing and all those things has just been an emotional roller coaster. And so, uh, you know, the, the biggest thing Saturday is I want our kids to get out there and run fast and, and play hard and, and give great effort. Naturally we're behind, um, you know, on some install things and things we're trying to do just, you know, being able to practice just starting yesterday, but, um, but that's okay. We trust our kids. Um, this is a player's game. It's not a coach's game. And, uh, it, you know, I, I think I'm, I can go put some cool play or do something tricky or whatever, and that's all great. But at the end of the day, if the players go out there and they play hard with effort, then, then we're going to be fine. Yeah, and you mentioned that you feel like you are a little bit behind. You really didn't get to end training camp, and then this, this kind of the, the game plan week is kind of being thrown together yep. you know, as you go along given the circumstances. Is there a little bit of solace taken in the fact that you're playing Fort Lewis, a team you've already played? So there's a – not that you know all of what to expect, but there's a level of comfort there versus if you, pl- you were playing really anybody else. Yes and no. Um, I, know, I know Coach over there has done a great job recruiting some kids. Um, we haven't found them all, but we know he's signed a, a, you know, some some talented kids. Um, not to mention that he changed defense coordinators and uh, and and the guy that he hired we we don't have any information on. So that makes it uh, 
makes it slightly stressful, um, not literally not knowing anything. But uh, good thing, I mean, offensively, yeah, I think they'll be similar. Um, I know Coach Smith was calling the offense um, in the spring. So, yes, that is that is helpful um, knowing who they are. But, but you know, I think they're going to be an improved football team. I think, uh, you know, we're going to have to go out and play, play our best game. And, and the big thing is not play sloppy. That's what worries me not having practices is that you go out and you're just sloppy and um, and so we we're gonna we're gonna try our best the next few days to get that cleaned up and be ready to go yeah and sloppiness aside you know when we've talked to each other you've made it no secret that you are uh, that you're high on this team yes you know, yes you- I, I think we are uh, extremely talented um, you know I, I I told you this uh, I, I say it it's not a joke. Our coaches, I mean, I want them to believe it in their brains um, that we're mediocre football coaches and we're great recruiters. Um, like I said before, this is a this is a player's game. It's not it's not a coach's game. And um, you know, our goal is to try to have the best co- best players out there. And and you know, as coaches, we try to get them in a great situation to go make plays. And so, uh, I do. I think we're extremely talented on both sides of the ball. And um, we just got to put in the time and the work over the next few days to get us kind of back to where we wanted to be um, as far as this point in camp. Yeah, and uh, so I, on the subject of mediocre football coaches and great recruiters, I was at you know a high school football game, and I ran into some of your coaches. Yeah. And one of the assistants, he said, the, he, without being like provoked or anything, yeah. he said, I, I was just telling him, like, man, you guys got some talent out here. And he's like, yep, we're mediocre football coaches, so we got to be great recruiters. <laughs> that's, uh, that, that's the motto. That's what we want. You know, that's what we want them. I, I want them to believe. That's what I, I believe. Uh, you know, the, the better football players you have, the, the better you are as a coach. So. Yeah. And then speaking of the talented roster, I don't think any position group is more evident of that than your wide receiver group. Yeah, the wideouts are good. Um, that's my position group in particular. And, uh, you know, the, the, the struggle we have is, is spreading it around to them. Um, you know, realistically, it's making sure everybody gets their touches. And, and uh, you know, we go into a game plan with, with certain plans for certain kids to get a certain amount of touches. And um, they are, are extremely, extremely talented. And we're, we're fortunate to have those kids here. And um, hopefully we can get them out there running around so yeah and then one of the now that we're allowed to know names of players and stuff <laughs> as the season's coming up uh, right. for those for those who don't know this is, uh josh did not want us uh, <laughs> coach kirkland did not want us knowing the players names uh but one player that really stands out is cj sims and i mean his speed is uh i mean you had told me he runs a 4-3 and it you know he looks every bit of a 4-3 speed when cj he's out is a field. special individual and back to not knowing the players that had nothing to do with the guys we were playing um we had some other schools reach out and try to recruit some of our players yeah. over the summer. So we were, I mean, over the, at when we weren't playing in the spring. And so we've tried to, to do a good job. And, and luckily those kids want to be here and told us, coach, I'm not going anywhere, but just so you know, these coaches are calling or whatever. And so um, that happened, but yeah, CJ can go. CJ is, um, he, he's all of, you know, five, seven, 142 pounds, but uh, five seven might be generous. Out that there. might be generous, but he is uh, maybe one of the fastest individuals I've ever seen in real life. Um, you know, I don't think a, a Jakeem Grant or a, a Tyree Kill is a far off comparison for what he can do. Um, he, if people don't realize this, I mean, he 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 cleans like three ten, squats four something, benches two forty five. Um, I mean, he's he, it's unbelievable to watch this kid work and, and the way he does things. Uh, we have to limit his reps because if we don't, we'll look up and he's out there with the twos and then he's down there running scout team running back and then he's chasing my kids in the stands and we're <laughs> like, dude, you you got to save your legs. I'm good. That's what he always says. I'm good. I'm like, I understand, but we still want to save your legs as much as we can. So um, he's great. 
You know, number two, Ronnie Jamison um, had that, that big catch in the back of the end zone against Fort Lewis. He's another one. He can jump out of the gym. Um, you know, look great in camp. Uh, Quavon Beckford um, is another one that, that just is a, is a maybe my best all-around receiver. Um, he's only about 5'8", five, 5'9", five, but he understands space so well. Um, he can really, really run. Uh, you know, Cortland Brooks uh, is is all of 6'5", and runs really, really well. And I think you saw him a little bit in our spring in our fall scrimmages here when we got to have him early on. Um, he's doing some really good things. And more importantly, I mean, uh, Ramon Atkins uh, at, at Q um, has just done a phenomenal job, um, even even since the spring of getting out there and throwing these guys the the football. And um, you know, he we joke we tell him all the time he looks like he's in midseason form already. And so um, we're excited about being able to throw the football, um, no doubt. But yeah, and then I mean, so Bucky Brooks has an adage. He says building a receiver room is like building a basketball team, and you have. Got that. You mentioned Cortland Brooks. When I first saw him, I thought he was a tight end. Yeah. And he yeah. and for anyone that sees that sees you guys for the first time, they're gonna see number sixteen. Yeah. They're gonna think, oh, a tight end. They're gonna see. Then they're gonna see him lining up next to the sideline. Yeah. It's like, no, he's a wide receiver, and he he, he, he runs like a wide receiver too. He's not just a big body. He's no doubt. absolutely no doubt. Someone and another guy, Israel Watson, as well as another. Izzy guy. Watson, yeah, he's another one that he, can go. He, he, he was with three X gloves and and runs well and big hands and um, you know you mentioned tight ends, the one that that we haven't talked a lot about is Lou Dorsey. Um, you know, Lou, Lou's got an NFL talent. He's 6'6", 235, and legitimate speed, legitimate route running. He's gotten so much better with Coach Hudson um, being here with us and, and blocking in the box in between tackles and doing things like that. And so we're really excited about him as well. Yeah, and then none of this really matters, Ramon, the receivers. None of it matters without the offensive line. And no you doubt. got some. Uh, I'm a I'm a pretty big dude, and your whole offensive line is bigger than I am. <laughs> no doubt. Uh, so no when doubt. I saw that, I was like, man, they, they got some kids out here. We, and your offensive line, they've looked good from what I've seen. They so have. Far. Um, we're we're not as deep there as we'd like to be, but the but the guys the the guys that are going to play, we're really excited. You know, Jacob Gamble, another kid that we think can play in the NFL. Um, you know, he's he's six four. 285, play center for us. Um, you know, both guards, Julio Castillo, King James, both great players, um, played big-time football um, before coming here. Uh, left tackle, Josh Cooper is another one that's a stud. And then the most impressive one is Austin Herring, our right tackle. When I got here, he was a, he was a tight end. And um, after about a week of practice, he sees Lou running around and realizes I'm not nearly as fast and cannot do what Lou, Lou does. And um, I went to him and said, hey, look, I think you're a tackle body. You're 6'3", 285. You have phenomenal feet for that size. Um, I think you legitimately is like a 4'9", kid. And, um, you know, we moved him to tackle, and I told him, I said, if you move to tackle, I'll put you on a whole lot more money and da-da-da-da-da if you're my starter. And, shoot, three weeks into fall camp last year, he was already starting and looks phenomenal at it. So um, really excited about Austin and, and, and where he's headed as well. Yeah, I really can't say this enough about the offensive tackles that you guys had. They look like it should be protecting Beyonce or something in security. Yeah. Like, these guys are huge, no and they're going to they're gonna do a pretty good job protecting Ramon this year just they, based on what I have seen so far. And then the, on the other side of the ball, the defensive oh line. Gosh, yep. they, I mean, you got you got some dudes up there. You got some you got some studs up front. We've got a you – know, you know, I know how talented our offensive line is, and when we go good on good and, and I get really, really upset because we can't run the football – I have to remember that those guys are on my team too, which makes me excited. Uh, you know, Vic Villarreal, Raymond Wingate, Ray, Ray, Ray Williams, Brandon Artis, um, you know, all those guys. I mean, our front seven I would put against anybody in the country. They are really, really talented kids. 
um, run stoppers, uh, aggressive guys. Vic Villarreal's the most, maybe one of the most impressive. Uh, you know, he's 6'4", 265, and has a 39-inch vertical. I mean, he just he, – Volleyball he, player. He's a volleyball player. Yeah, it's <laughs> unbelievable. Uh, just go down the line. And then linebacker, you know, Rod Woods and, and Evander Kraft and um, Devin Coney and, and Joe Smith, uh, you know, those kids are just studs. Um, and, and, and we've gotten – on the back end, it's been really impressive to see two two guys that were here before I got here. T.J. Uh, Terrence Jackson and uh, and Willie Morris have both done a great job of, of coming on, buying to our defense, and then we've we've added some pieces too on the back end. Yeah, to talk about Vic a little bit. I remember being at the Fort Lewis game back in the spring, yep. and my first thing was, "Who the hell is number 11? Yeah, um, he's just so physically impressive. Yeah. And then on top of that, in that game, he just lived in the backfield. Yep. I mean, he was just back there every play, just not just an athlete. Because you do see defensive linemen sometimes who are great athletes, but maybe their production isn't there, or maybe right. they're not as disruptive as you would like them to be. And with Vic, that what you know, in the game action I've seen him, and that is not the case with him. He no. is as disruptive as he should. Yeah, he's he's just for his size. I mean, he's so stinking athletic. Um, you know, really, him and and Ray Rayshon Williams. Rayshon weighs three ten, and I'd say the same thing. I mean, he's almost as athletic as Vic. And um, and just seeing those kids day in day out when we were going good and on, good on good, um, like you said, you 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 want to get frustrated and have to remind myself they're on my team um, because they do. They're not just in the backfield; they're productive in the backfield. They're they're at the quarterback or they're they're stopping the run and for for losses and um, you know did a great job in the Fort Lewis game and we expect huge things out of him um, this season. Yeah. So is Rayshon Williams number ninety? I have to uh, defensive tackle. No. 44. He's a he's a three tech. Oh, okay. He's the three tech. Now 90's really good too, yeah. but uh, what what you don't know until you watch the tape, really watch the tape, is Ray Ray causes so much destruction. Um, I argue with our defense that Ray Ray would be the most frustrating player on their side of the ball for me as an offensive play caller um, because he just he's destructive. They're just you've got to account for him. He normally requires a double team. He splits that half the time. He he just even if he's not making every play. He's causing a problem with every play. And, um, you know, that's huge for us going into the year. Yeah. Now, I brought up number 90 because I just remember in the spring game, which is the one time we've seen you, like, in yeah. action against another team, he was another guy who was living in the backfield. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. So that's, that's Brandon Artis. And Brandon yeah. does a great job. Um, Brandon Brandon is a does a really good job of, of getting to the backfield and doing things. And he, he can be as, at times as destructive as Ray Ray. Ray Ray is just so stinking quick. Um, we as an offense have a hard time with him. Um, a really hard time, and he did a great job in the Fort Lewis game as well. Yeah, and for y'all to have a hard time with him again, I really can't stress enough to the people listening that off your offensive line is filled with now, now that you better not give up any sacks against Fort Lewis on Saturday, <laughs> yeah, because then you're gonna make oh, me look yeah. stupid. Oh, but yeah. from what I've seen out of your offensive line, I mean, those are some studs up there, and yeah, the yeah. defensive line is no shortage of talent on that end of the ball as well. No doubt. And we talked about the wide receiver talent. You were so talented. You moved a really athletic kid, LeBaron, Jane, uh, LeBaron Jones, out the corner, yeah. and he's taken to that really, really oh, well, yeah. and it's probably going to be your number one corner. Yeah, had a year. freaking interception today in practice. <laughs> yeah, he, uh, he had an interception last time I was there. Too. I, I know. He, uh, <laughs> he's done a great job. He, um, he played corner and receiver um, in high school and at junior college, and uh, he – when we went into to camp, we were trying to find um, another boundary corner. And so uh, he had been asking us, telling us he wanted to play corner, he wanted to try. He really wants to play both sides. I'm not letting him do that right now, um, naturally. But I think you have enough talent at receiver okay, to not yeah, run guys both yeah. ways. Well, he had two touchdowns in the Fort Lewis game. So uh, <laughs> I had one of the coaches mad at me, like, you realize you just moved a kid that had two touchdowns in the Fort Lewis game. 
to corner. I said, yeah, I do. But I think it's going to be okay. I think it's going to work out for us. So um, we love him. He's a great kid. He's fun. He makes me laugh every day in practice. I think he's a superb talent. Um, I, you know, he's done a phenomenal job, and I think he's going to start a corner for us moving forward. Yeah, so what's, uh, you know, this is going to be a different-looking Highlands team, not just schematically, but I believe results-wise as well. Yep. I've yep. I've really made it no secret in my coverage of y'all that I think you're going to be pretty good. Right. I know you believe your team's going to be pretty good. What is Las Vegas going to see with New Mexico Highlands this season? I mean, I think the, the biggest thing is going to be, um, you know, the the – the amount of kids that are involved and, and part of our program, you know, we're, we're at 120 kids now. And when I took over, there were 49, um, you know, so you're going to see a bunch of these kids and, and we've done a really good job of doing community service projects and being out in the community. And we really, really want to continue that. I know COVID has limited some of that, but as far as on the field, um, you know, I, I, <laughs> I we're going to, we're going to be, we're going to compete in every single game. And, and I think have a shot to win all of them. Um, we're going to be an up-tempo, fast-paced offense, uh, a run-stopping defense. I mean, th- th- those are some of the things we hang our hat on. Uh, be fairly aggressive on special teams. We signed um, a couple kickers that are really, really good, excited to have them here um, along with our return game. I just I think you're going to see um, some speed that you've never seen here before um, or hadn't had in a long time. Yeah, and I, you know, coming from Sam Houston, the defending FCS national no. champions, I'll throw that in there. That's my no, alma mater. No. Uh, Bothers Kirkland a little bit. He's got a UIW helmet <laughs> up there above him. But he beat my Bearcats, though, when we, he was We there. did, we did, he, we did. Which was very surprising to us in Huntsville. Yep. But physically, being at y'all's practices, physically there is not much of a difference between between the two. Absolutely. F- right. Physically, right. Y'all, y'all stack up very well. Now, coming together as a team, things yep. like that, we yep. will see once, you yep. know, the ball's kicked off here on Saturday. No but doubt. physically, I really can't emphasize enough the talent that you guys Absolutely. do possess here. And that's, you know, like I said, the mediocre football coach, so we got to be great <laughs> recruiters. Yeah. And you guys have taken that to heart. So I, I am very excited. I'm very excited just to watch y'all as a football fan, as yep. someone who's going to get to cover you guys this season. But I'm excited for the community because there is – an attitude about Highlands, oh, they don't really win anything. They're, you right. know, and it's not, and even like they haven't been excited to watch in recent years, not scoring a whole lot of points. Yep. Regardless of how many games you guys win this year, you're going to score some points. And it's going to, it's going to be fun to watch. We're, we're planning on putting some points on the board. I mean, just the nature of the way we, we play offense and do things. And so, you know, I think it's going to be um, maybe one of the most exciting brands of football in, in all of New Mexico. Um, and, and I, you know, personally, I think in, in all the RMAC, I think, you know, we're going to yeah. be an exciting team to, keep an eye on and watch and um but the brand of football we'll put on the field is going to be way different than what they're used to here and and it's going to be you know uh i was laughing with uh uh doc nelson he's a veterinarian here he runs our chain crew and i i told him the one scrimmage we got to have this fall camp said hey you guys need to come out and and run chains for us and he said okay why i was like because we're way faster than what you're used to. Y'all need to come practice as well. And he was like, all right, sounds good. And after the game, he's like, I'm glad you brought me out here. I mean, Fort Lewis, we were fast, but he wasn't at that one for whatever reason. He had something going on because it was in the spring. And um, and so, anyway, he, he, he even noticed the difference just for those guys having to be fast run up down the sideline. Yeah, and Fort Lewis, that was a game you won by 36 points back in April. And yeah. you – I mean, after the game, you were telling me, oh, we didn't play that well. We did this right. wrong. We did this wrong, right. which is – I think coaches, that's kind of naturally what you do. You're just kind of always looking like, gosh, we should, we need to be better here. We yeah. could have improved here, things yeah. like that. So now as you come into this season, I want to – I like asking coaches this question before the season starts, and we'll kind of get you out of here on this. No, it's um, I want you to finish the sentence for me, Coach. This season will be successful if 
dot dot dot. <laughs> if we and you're gonna, you're, it's gonna be different than what we just talked about. But um, this is gonna be successful if we if we run the football and we stop the run. Um, I'm, I'm a firm believer in that. We're gonna be, we're, we're gonna throw the football. Um, that that does not worry me. We're gonna we're gonna have our yards in the air. We're gonna throw touchdown passes. But I still believe at the end of the day, um, great football teams win games running the football and stopping the run. You brought up the Sam Houston Bearcats. Um, I would venture to say, and, and I, I know, I'm not venture to say, I know this because I went and looked at their stats from the spring. Um, they were the number three run-stopping defense in the country, and they averaged 235 yards a game on the ground. Um, you know, championship teams, Alabama, um, teams that win are able to run the football, and when you run the football, that opens up the pass game too. Um, I'm not saying we're not going to get our dudes the ball, trust me. But um, – but and, and then stopping the run, you know, um, if we can if we can limit people on the ground and force them to throw the ball, then uh, then we're in a lot better shape. Yeah, so. coach, I really appreciate you coming on here today. I know it's been one heck of a week for you, so I appreciate yeah. you taking the time and always. I know you're really busy, and uh, good luck against Fort Lewis on Saturday. Hey, always, I appreciate you and and uh, and your coverage for us and what you're doing for the community. All right, well, once again, that was New Mexico Highlands head football coach Josh Kirkland. want to thank him again for coming on to the show. If you guys got a chance to read Wednesday's edition of The Optic, you kind of got a little preview of just how hectic this last week and a half, two weeks has really been for him and his coaching staff. Um, but they're getting ready to play now, and I know they're super excited about it, and I'm excited to watch them play. And I'm excited, like I said, for the community to get a chance to see them, and we'll see how they, we'll see how they look week one. They got a Fort Lewis, you know, Coach believes Fort Lewis has some, you know, they got some better talent out there. So we'll see, you know, we'll see come Saturday at 12 o'clock when the game kicks off. Um, thank you all for tuning in. This has been this week's episode of, well, this week's second episode of the Optic Sports Podcast. Once again, I'm Gabe Myers, the Optic Sports Editor. If you like the show, go ahead and hit subscribe for whatever platform you're listening through, Apple, Spotify, whatever it is, however it is you listen to this podcast, and go ahead and leave a review. It helps us out greatly if you leave a five-star review. That's what I would prefer. Go ahead and leave a five-star review for us. Helps us out greatly over here and helps me you know, continue to produce more content for you guys. We'll have more interviews coming in the, in the uh, coming up in the coming weeks. I believe Coach Kirkland's going to be a regular guest on the show, uh, so I'm super excited about that. Kind of do a weekly Coach's Corner type of deal with him. So very excited about that. He's a great interview, great person to talk to, and get some really great insight into his team. And he's just great on a microphone, so I like getting a chance to sit down and talk with him. But all right, you guys have a great week. Enjoy the high school football this week. We got the West Las Vegas Dons going out to Portales. We have the Robertson Cardinals staying home to take on Santa Rosa. And we got the New Mexico Highlands Cowboys going out to Durango, take on Fort Lewis. And we got a full day of college football on Saturday. What a great time to be alive. We got a great weekend of football ahead. Stay safe, everybody.